0: to talk more about the Eskom situation. Uh, Mr. Peak, thanks so much for your time.
1: Good morning, sir, and thank you for having me on.
0: Now, uh, Mr. Ramaphosa, who of course uh, leads the war room that has been set up, uh, indicated that uh, he had, they had been appointing members to the Energy Council, and uh, some of those members include former Eskom chairperson Bobby Gotzell and former Spoonet CEO Dolly Mukhatle. Now, what do you make of these appointments?
1: Well, I'm very really disturbed by his appointments, uh, and I think society in general should be disturbed. We must remember that Dolly Makhalle uh, was director at the Pebble uh, Bed Modular Reactor process, which cost the South African economy nine billion rand, and we had no energy from that. And she's also part of uh, what part of Kumba Iron or ESCOM from 1991 to 2003. So she's part of the problem. If you look at Bobby Gossel, he is director of Anglo-American. And, you know, Anglo-American has a sordid history in the country. They've been pushing for cheap electricity for more than a century now. They polluted people and, and the environment. And, you know, today 4,000 workers are in a legal case with them in the U.K. So the other complexity is that Bobby Gossel was also part of the Chamber of Mines. And we know that the Chamber of Mines are complicit in demanding cheap electricity in, in this country in order that they can make huge profits for corporations.
0: So uh, I would have thought that Bobby Gotzel, who obviously once served as chairperson of ISCOM, would have been a good appointment. You say no. uh, So he doesn't come in handy, according to you. You can tell.
1: I mean, you know, Bobby Gotzel did admit, and I think rightfully so, that we cannot keep on having cheap electricity. And I think that is good. And Bobby did say that. The challenge, however, is that reality is that, despite him saying that, he hasn't got the collective buy-in from the, from the other industries and from government to you know produce electricity at, at the real cost, because by getting cheap electricity in this country, we must remember that workers pay and people pay with their house, where they live next to coal mines that extract energy cheap as well as uh, uh, next to power station, and all of this we must remember is, is because of what we call the mineral and energy complex. And what that means is that government has sought over the last century and the ANC has continued with that program to dig out minerals cheaply from the ground to provide cheap electricity for corporate profit, And what that has resulted is in damaged environments and damaged people's health.
0: So, in your view, who do you think uh, Minister um, uh, uh, Deputy President Ramaphosa should be appointing to this Energy Council?
1: Well, I think a very important question. It's not about the council. It's actually about a public dialogue, a democratic dialogue with who, with the people who own Eskom And the people who own Eskom, Sabrina, is this doctor myself? It's the people that are living, the 12 million people in South Africa that do not have access to electricity. Eskom is a national asset. We should have a democratic dialogue with communities, with labor, to be able to understand how do we move out of this crisis that we've placed in now that is caused by the inability of, of government and the inability of ESCOM to, to, to actually provide energy that is needed for people.
0: So what would you say lies at the heart of ESCOM's inability to actually deal with the crisis that it is faced with?
1: Well, I think the reality is that Eskom has, you know, for, for more than, you know, uh, the last 20 years, uh, had a poor management. The ANC had a, a, a really good opportunity in 1994 to say, this is our uh, utility, and we need to manage it in a democratic way with the people, as, you know, we sought to 1994 to, to manage many of, of South Africa's assets. Unfortunately, because of corporations, And, you know, an example of Patrice Motsepe just a few days ago saying that Eskom has let us down badly and what he is closing his operations because of uncompetitive electricity tariffs. So what is happening is the ANC is still being put under pressure by people like Patrice Motsepe for cheaper electricity. Yet you and I are paying high costs for electricity, seven times more than industry or even beyond that, and poor people living next to these coal-fired facilities don't have electricity. So there has to be a national dialogue on this to be able to take us out of this crisis. And what is definitely not needed is what Deputy Deputy President Mokosi said yesterday, that we need independent power producers to produce more coal-fired power stations. We cannot allow for the privatization of energy in this country because that is what independent power producers are going to be doing when they produce electricity from coal and even from, from renewables.
0: And after all is said and done, um, Mr. Bobby Peake, uh, Deputy President Ramaphosa says there will be light at the end of the tunnel and that the challenges are being addressed. It sounds reassuring. Are you buying into that?
1: Well, I think there is light at the end of the tunnel. Unfortunately, this tunnel is very long. And I think we need to recognize in South Africa that we're going to be facing an energy crisis over the next 10 years. There is absolutely no silver bullet to get us out of the challenges we have now. We have to restructure our economy, we have to restructure the pricing of energy, and we have to ensure, we have to build healthy communities and healthy environments by ensuring that we pay the real cost for electricity and we do not continue relying on climate-intensive coal that does not only harm people in South Africa, but also harms the world, considering we're one of the top climate CO2-producing countries in the world.